Welcome to this message by Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo. Bishop Edwin Ogo is a seasoned minister of the Word of God whose messages on Christian living, church building, and the work of the ministry are a great inspiration to ministers all over the world. He pastors the Mackinac Cathedral in Oyibi, where he ministers powerfully in various services, transforming lives and raising zealous church workers. You will experience the transformational force and power of God's word as he ministers passionately to you today. Be blessed as you listen. Psalm 119 verse 24 is testimony time. Hallelujah. And whenever we come here, I keep saying that believe that here there is a God who does miracles. And as you hear the testimonies of others, yours is on its way to you. Hallelujah. Psalm 119 verse 24. Thy testimonies also are my delight. May the testimony of the Lord be your joy and your delight and my counselors. Amen. Tonight, we are receiving a very beautiful testimony from the Harmony Choir. Amen. And I'm excited that you are excited. I want us to welcome our sister, Yvonne Bichatim, to come and testify of what the Lord, she's also a new, she's in the New Believer School, so encourage her Encourage her, keep clapping for her. Keep clapping for her. Encourage her. Good evening, Yvonne. Good evening. This my name is Yvonne Michatim, and I am a fellowship leader from Abundance Constituency, and I'm also in the Harmonica. You're a fellowship leader. Who is a fellowship leader? This bishop said a fellowship leader is someone whom he or she has, but center leader thinks highly of and thinks the person can gather his or her friends and share the word of God with them and bring them to church. Oh, wow, and that's what you are doing. So you are a fellowship leader. Yes, please. So you gather your friends. So do you have in church tonight. Yes, please. You brought people to church. Yes, please. And you are not a Bacenta leader. How many yes. people? It's about two people. And they are your friends? Yes, please. Oh, wow. Fantastic. Tell us what the Lord has done for you. Please, if I'm here today, I'm, I'm thanking God for for raising me high academically. Oh, wow. Tell us about it. This week, we had a test in a class in I was the only one who had the highest mark. Like This week? Yes, please. Wednesday, we had the test, and I was the only one who had the highest mark. And it has never happened before. It has never happened that you do a test in class, and you will have the highest mark. Yes, it has never happened. Yes, please. And the teacher came everybody in the class and except me. So if I'm here, I'm thanking God for that. Amen. Your, your teacher came everybody in the class. Yes, please. But you were not keen because... No, I want to understand. If you say it has never happened before, 
you have never been the highest in the class. Like if I am the highest, somebody is above me. So you are not the highest. Every time there's somebody above yes, you. Yes, please. Then when you, so if you were the second or the third, would the teacher last you? No, please. But the day that you became first, everybody else was last. Yes, oh, you see, Malachi tells us that there will always be a difference between the servants and those who don't serve. And you believe that it's because you have started the fellowship work. Yes, please. Did you have a meeting this week? Yes, please. Last week you had a meeting. Yes, How please. How long have you been a fellowship leader? Yes, I've been a fellowship leader for two weeks. Oh, and you are not excited. It doesn't impress you that in two weeks already she can count the blessing. And you think that the difference is because you are doing something in church. Yes, please. In addition to singing... You are also preaching to your own friends. And you have friends here from school or yes, from your please. area. School. And they were beating. Yes, please. Oh, they were also beating. So the two friends you brought, they were beating in the class. And yes. they saw that you were not beating. Yes. And please. tonight you are telling them the reason why you were not beating. Let's celebrate God for this beautiful testimony and courage. Yvonne, as she takes her seat.
Tonight, tonight we have gathered in God's house and um, I believe that God wants to say something to you and I want to believe that his word as it comes to you will change your life, will give you wisdom, will grant you guidance and bring you to a great place in your life. I think that what I have to share with you today is perhaps one of the most important things 
you must have in your hands as a believer. Actually, I will describe this as what I'm about to preach tonight as something I have longed to say for over 20 years. I've said it in many ways and I think I said it in many ways because I did not have the right words and even the right scriptures and tonight I am launching once again it's a privilege that our church has been selected as one of the cathedrals in the UD to be launching the writings of our father and our pastor. It's a good place to clap your hands. The writings of our father and our pastor, Bishop Dagwood Mills. And you may please be seated. And uh, tonight, I want, I am, I have the privilege to launch a book, but you know, I have held Bishop has written over 70 books and more and I've held these books and taught from them in many countries many churches under many different situations, many conferences. But I don't think I have held a book that really ministers to my heart, like the book I am about to unveil tonight to you. And I am believing God that one day I will have the opportunity. Um, can you please lower the volume? I'm believing God I'll have the opportunity one day to have some five weeks, God willing, six weeks to teach you from this book. The book I am launching tonight is titled the preparation of the gospel the preparation of the gospel and um, the emotions I have as I teach from this book are really very heavy emotions because I believe that this answers a lot of questions to me. I I saw this book for the first time this evening. And as I have browsed through, I feel that if you are a Christian and you desire to go far with God, If you want to be a Christian, if you want to be a Christian, you must have this book. 
You know, one, one book I have loved greatly as a pastor is Key Facts for New Believers. Um, I taught from it. I don't know if it, we have it here. Is it here? Yes, I see it right there. Yes. This book is about my best Christian book. It's interesting that the books I like are very small books. But you see, in Revelations chapter 10, when John saw the angel, the book that was in the angel's hand was a small book. It, wasn't a, it, it was not Encyclopedia Britannica or Encyclopedia Americana. And uh, this is the book that I believe um, the angel was holding. Key facts for new believers. I would like everyone to have this book. I would like everyone to have this book. Key facts. And I preached in this church for about six months. Continuously for six months. And the teachings are on the podcast. And for those who are interested, they will have it. Tonight, I want to teach from this book. And then I will launch it. But I'm also happy to have with us a pastor from Boston, Massachusetts. They've been visiting us. Anytime they are in Ghana, they are here with us. I want to welcome them to bring a, a greeting to the church as I share the word of God with you. We, they are our, our, is it uncle and auntie? Sorry, uncle and auntie. Yeah, let's welcome them. Yes. Pastor and Mrs. Minta from Boston. Is it, is it Boston or Worcester? Your branch is Boston. Yeah, Boston. Boston. His wife will pronounce it well. The, the man doesn't know how to pronounce it. His wife will pronounce it well. All right. Oh, please be seated and uh, let's receive a greeting from him. Oh, the sound. Don't worry. Is it on? Okay. Hallelujah. Wow, it's a, it's a blessing to be here. It's always a blessing. And I can feel the presence of God. And um, I bring you greetings from Boston. I bring you greetings from... <laughs> I bring you greetings from Apostle, our convener in Boston, and uh, the Americans, which the South Americans, we are doing very well by the grace of God. The church is doing very, very, very well. And I, last year I said that you'll be visiting very soon. Amen. Yeah. When you come, you, you, when you go, you'll come back. Amen. Yeah. So you'll be traveling, you'll be traveling back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Yeah. And, it's, it's a blessing. Uh, Daddy, thank you so much. We love you. And a great job that you are doing over here. We are always happy to be with you. And I believe that last night you taught me a lot. He taught me from John 10. And as he taught me from John 10, practically this afternoon, I was doing evangelism with this brother. Amen. And we won some souls. And they are here. Amen. Yeah. Wow. And it's a I blessing. See. Yeah. And I think the soul brought two more people. Amen. 
Yeah. So I think the preparation of the gospel is what we have to do. Amen. And let's do it. And I know that our life will not be the same. Amen. Let's let hear his wife. She's going to talk about Boston. Hallelujah. <laughs> Amen. Wow. Um, it's really humbling whenever I come here. And I really mean it. Daddy, thank you so much. Speak as long as. You know, as we stepped in, whenever I go anywhere, I want to take something with me. And I might say that the little girl that came really touched my heart. Really, really touched my heart. I mean, I didn't take her testimony for granted. It shows us that whatever we do, the Lord is taking notice. This is a little girl. She's found Christ. She's brought souls with her. And even her saying that she was stopping the class and all that says a lot about what the Lord can do when you are fruitful. So I want to encourage all of us to continue to win souls and also to establish them, not to just win, but to establish them. And uh, I think I will pick up more. You, you all know about COVID situations, so it's not that easy to evangelize. But I think what she has said has taught me something. Even when I go to work, I should try and minister to people. And the Lord will bless us. Amen. Amen. Beautiful. And mommy, I really, really love you. You know that. I love you so much. Clap your hands for pastor and soon-to-be lady pastor. Minta, clap your hands for them. Yes, that was a, that, that was a very powerful point. That testimony... I hope you were here to hear the testimony. It's a very beautiful testimony. And I am really touched by it. Very touched. And God is taking us on a journey. And and I'm happy she mentioned fruitfulness. The next book we will launch here is titled Fruitfulness. And Bishop Kobe is going to launch that book very soon. Yes. Yes. When I'm gone for crusade, which is just next week. So I want to let you turn your Bibles to Proverbs 24 verse 27. It says, prepare thy work without and make it fit for thyself in the field and afterwards build thine house. That is the main scripture that this book is based on. Preparation of the gospel. It says, prepare thy work without and make it fit for thyself in the field and afterward build thine house. Let's read some other translations. The New American Standard Bible says prepare your work outside and make it ready for yourself in the field. Afterwards then Build your house. 
the New Living Translation. It says, do your planning and prepare your fields before building your house. Do your planning and prepare your fields before building your house. NIV Finish your outdoor work and get your fields ready. After that, build your house. The message Bible. First, plant your fields. Then, build your barn. I want us to read the King James Bible version for the last time. Prepare thy work without and make it fit for thyself in the field. And afterwards, build thine house. Well, today, I have the privilege to launch this book. And uh, I think you can cut the sound. I, I have not seen this verse in the Bible for a very long time. And I've not seen it many times in my life. But I think that today I have found a major key. A very major key. You see, the apostle Peter said that we are, the King James says, we are lively stones. Being used to build a spiritual house. Lively stones. And First Peter chapter 2 verse number 5 It says, ye also as lively stones are built up a spiritual house and holy priesthood to offer up spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God by Jesus Christ. So, I, I really hope that you are listening to me. <laughs> you see, the church the church is a spiritual house. And according to Apostle Peter, we are the stones. I am a stone. He's a stone. 
He's a stone. He's a stone. She's a stone. She's a stone. That young girl is a stone. And we, in his presence, have been brought together. So I want to welcome our new converts who have come to join us. Um, Let us... You know, once a while, something very important comes up. Even at home. I mean, we eat. We must be eating to be standing here. Breakfast, lunch, and supper, we eat. You know, but once a while, a type of food appears in the house. And you are are wondering, ah, have I done something good to deserve this? (laughs) What have I done to deserve this? You know? Your mother just feels like, you know, blessing you. You know, so today is one of such things, one of such times. Now, I want to say again, we want to welcome all of you who have just come. Today we are launching a book. Our pastor, our father, Bishop Dagwood Mills, has written a book, and the title of the book is Preparation of the Gospel. And we are this cathedral is privileged to be one of the cathedrals to launch these books. Now, um, that's the that's cover. <laughs> it's a nice, how I wish every young boy was like this. There will be great pastors, great doctors, but they are on their phones watching pornography. Yes. So this is the title of the book. Now, the, the scripture, that is the foundation for this little book. And in my experience as a pastor, the biggest books have always been little books. The biggest books have always been little books. And that verse that is used for this book is Proverbs 24 and verse 27. It says, prepare thy work without and make it fit for thyself in the field. And afterward, build thine house. These are all old English words. Let's have the New King James Version. New King James. It says, prepare your outside work. Make it fit for yourself in the field. Are you with me? Yes. And afterward, build your house. Are you with me? Look at me. They are working. Prepare your outside work. Make it fit for yourself in the field. And afterward, build your house. Now, before you came, those who just came, we are reading some other versions of the Bible. I hope you are interested in the Bible. I don't know whether you are interested in the Bible. So let's look at other versions of the Bible. The New American Standard Version Bible, it says... Prepare your work outside and make it ready for yourself in the field. Afterwards, then, build your house. New Living Translation. Do your planning. And I think I'll stop here. Or maybe I'll go to that. Do your planning and prepare your fields before building your house. And Ivy. Finish your outdoor work. And get your fields ready 
after that, build your house. Can you clap your hands? Finish your outdoor work. Get your fields ready. After that, build your house. The, do you have living Bible? No. Right. Let's have the message translation. First, plant your fields. Then, build your barn. So, all these verses we have read bring to us today a very major wisdom of God. How God wants us to live our lives. How God wants us to build the church. How God wants you to even build your marriage. How God wants you to build your business. But I'm concentrating on the church. So the the verses I've read talk about the fact that before you build something you must prepare outside. That's all the verses say. If you go to New Living Translation, prepare without. Do your planning and prepare your field before building your house. Um, New American Standard, prepare your work outside. So, what is happening is that many of us have no respect for a place called outside. If it is church, everybody's mind and eyes and attention is on the church. But ladies and gentlemen, for you and I to have a beautiful church, it will depend on what we have done outside. Outside. Now, anyone who does not respect the importance of the work outside always ends up with a house that is full of confusion. If there is any place to be concerned about, it should be the place called outside. And before you came in, I mentioned that in 1 Peter chapter 2 verse 5, Peter says that we are the stones. He says, can I have the new King James? He says, 
you also as living stones are being built up a spiritual house and on and on the holy priesthood and so on but this is a spiritual house and we as individuals are the stones now listen very carefully the church we are building must be a church built on the work that is done outside here we only come and fix the stones I'm very interested in castles. So I've joined a group, an online group that is like the members, the group I'm in, the members visit castles and take pictures. So I even have to contribute my pictures. Different castles of the world. And there are a couple of them that are specialists in like how castles were built. Now, castles were built by stonemasons. So they go to the quarry outside. They get boulders of stones, big, big chunks of stones. And they sharpen them. It's amazing the type of the precision without machines. They cut the stones into perfect cubes and cuboids. So when the stones come, all they do is that they fit the stones. Very little mortar. They just fit the stones. They just fit the stones. The real work of preparing, like this you are seeing here, the stones were prepared at the quarry. Outside. So when they bring it, they just come and fit them in. They make them fit. They don't carry the rough and the raw boulders to come here to build a castle like this. In fact, somebody is building a castle in England. I don't know where he is now. I, I need to find out. Initially, he was struggling. Because we are, we are using very modern machines and so on. And he tried to get the original, uh, you know, metals and things they used to do these things. But there were still some struggles because we are not used to how they built these things. You hardly will find, but such things are not built anymore. This is Bishop Edwin Ogo preaching. Stay tuned.
Do you sense an urgency to pray? Is there a burden to wage war spiritually through intense intercession? Then join the online army on the Church in Your House Facebook page this and every Saturday at 4 a.m. Remember, the Facebook address is The Church in Your House with Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo. This and every Saturday dawn at 4 a.m. Every knee will bow to the power of prayer. Ladies and gentlemen, for the church to be a beautiful church, a spiritual, look at the word, build up a spiritual house. And most churches are not spiritual houses. Most churches are canal houses. Because the people sitting there have not been prepared. You see, the preaching we preach in church on Sundays, the messages we preach are not to, the ones to prepare you. Have you noticed that when we come to church, and a pastor is preaching, some people stand up. They stand up because the message the pastor is preaching ministers to something that is already in them. I mean, I'm not talking about standing. I'm not saying stand. But I, 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 as I'm preaching, I see faces. I see feedbacks. I see, you may not know, but there are a lot of feedbacks I get. Then as I'm preaching, some are sleeping. Some are on their phones. Some are, you see, because they have not been prepared outside. The work of Basenta leaders, pastors, and church leaders is not to bus people to church for the church service to prepare them. This service we are having would have been far nicer, far, hundred times nicer with power zapping through the service if all of us had been preparing ourselves and had been prepared outside before coming here the atmosphere here would have been totally different the church service we are having at the New Believer School, Pastor, the New Believer School that we are having at this time should not be where they are being prepared. The teachers and the minders and the helpers should 
Notice that these young ones and these new converts should have been prepared outside. Look, if they had been prepared outside, one-on-one visitation, teaching them verses, teaching them scriptures, teaching them a song, worshipping with them, like you go to one sister, Edna, and then before you, you, you teach, you sing two songs of worship. Just you and Edna, you sit down, you open the Bible, you share a verse, any, what are some of the new believers school verses? Um, first Peter 2 verse 2. Um, sincere milk of the word. Today, I just want us to learn First Peter 2 verse 2. So, Edith is with Mavis, Francesca is with Abner, Frank is with Ben, and they are all in the different houses, teaching them First Peter chapter 2 verse 2, having worship and so on. Now, when all of them gather on Saturday evening in that room there, can you imagine the power and the fire and the atmosphere you yourself will enjoy there? But center leaders don't prepare the members outside. So the people we bring on the buses, you should be here to see them. During worship, they are lost. Because while they were outside, they were listening to Shatawale. These boys still here. Yes. They were not prepared outside. The Basenta meetings are not places where they are prepared. So, as they sit here, they don't even know worship songs. They don't have Bibles. What's your Bible you brought to church today? No Bible. But if this boy had been five days in the week, somebody had been with him, teaching him quiet time, teaching him Bible reading, he would love the Bible so much that he would carry the Bible when he's going to church. But nobody prepared him. Pastors, CEOs, don't prepare. They just bring the stones from the quarry. And stones don't prepare themselves. Somebody prepares the stones. Somebody prepares the stones. So when all your work as a shepherd, basenta leader, fellowship, whatever you want to call yourself, whatever. If all your work is just waiting for Saturday. Or waiting for even Wednesday evening for your basenta meeting. You see, the basenta meeting is not even a place to prepare people. Relative to the meeting, the preparation is outside. With respect to this service, a basenta meeting is preparation because a basenta meeting is outside. Relative to the basenta meeting, going to the member's house to pray with the person, to visit the person, to read the Bible with the person is preparation outside. So you see that the building we are building 
is a very, very, very shaky building. The same for marriage. Guys will not prepare themselves outside. Ladies will not prepare themselves outside. Rather, what they are doing is fornicating, fondling. So when they marry and the issues come and we must pray, we are not used to praying. When we are now in the house and now we are finished, we have now settled. Now, you are a woman, take care of the house. There's a problem. When you are now married and your sister, his sister, big sister, has an issue with you, say something you don't like and you are not happy because you have not prepared yourself to forgive. You have not prepared yourself to be patient. You have not prepared yourself to suffer long in the marriage because of a sister. Your marriage is spoiling because a sister is doing something you don't know how to forgive. This is not where we come to prepare ourselves. Here we come to enjoy our tiredness. I mean, our church service should have been worship services. Worship services. Worship and thanksgiving. To thank God for the work we've done during the week. For keeping us. Accidents, we didn't die. Something happened. People were being sacked. We were not sacked. And we are still in the church. We are still at work. This is a place. It's, it's, it's for celebration. The real work is outside. But you realize that nothing happens outside. I have prepared. I have prepared. So church services, that should bring down the glory of God. Rather, I have to climb upstairs. It's going to confront issues. I have to take this, tune this. Because far before the service, the sound person has not spent two hours tuning microphones and the sound. Today, I'm talking about preparation. And I'm just speaking things in the, in the book. The, in the first chapter, part of the first chapter, there's something called why preparation? Why do we prepare? So preparation gives you an advantage over someone who has not prepared. That's all. I mean, this boy, put the, put the cover of the book there. This boy has an advantage over somebody who is doing PlayStation in his house. I said, this boy has an advantage. Why? Because he's preparing. He's preparing. And we even need Basenta leaders who will help their members to prepare academically. So, because you've not prepared, you have no advantage. 
The more you prepare, the more efficiently you can manage problems and overcome obstacles, that will definitely arise. In the church, problems will definitely arise. Challenges will definitely arise. One day you are going to hear, one, maybe sixth week or fifth week, you are going to hear that your member, one of your converts that you are prepared is, has gone to fornicate or has gone to do something. But if you have prepared the person by sitting down with him to, to read scriptures personally, let him repeat the verse to you. The real new believer school is not in a room where people is like mass cocos praying. But we need it. I'm not, no, we need it. I'm saying that this picture would be thousand times different if the real new believer school was done in the houses outside. That's all I'm saying. How can I stand and say that a church service is, 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 is not important? What are you talking about? What doctrine is that? But we don't just come to church. God's house is not just a place you just come. Even to enter his gates with thanksgiving into his court with praise and then before you enter the synagogue. I mean, ideally, even the bus ride from the area to the church should be a worship time. What the people on the bus are singing, somebody shares a verse, a sister prophesies. I mean, it's like a church atmosphere. Preparation. And I've taught all this, you know. I've taught them. If you are bashing people, I mean, what happens on the bus? Can they be singing? I mean, are they strangers on the bus? Are they not supposed to know themselves? Why can the why can they not even preach last week's message on the bus? So by the time the people come, you have actually done a recap of last week. So when they come, they are prepared. Without, you know, bashing people to church, bashing should be the most important. I mean, like if you lived even two blocks away, the leader of the people who live in this area would still want to force the members into a bus because he wants to gather them and prepare them before they enter the church. So when they, when they enter the church, they are already bubbling with power, with expectation, with, this, I mean, I mean, how I wish that the bus center leader would even be laying hands on people on the bus. As the bus is coming, um, Ethel, stand up, say a verse. And she's fumbling. All of you open your, even the people on the bus, they don't even have Bibles. I said she should quote first with two two. She said, for God so loved the world. No, it is something else. So let's all open. Let's all open. It said, as newborn babies, uh, Kwame, read your on the bus. Don't you think by the time they are here in the church, they have already been primed. The word has already hit them. The word has already entered them. So when the pastor is speaking, he's just breezing through like a hot knife running through butter. Preparation prevents failure in any mission. Any mission. Academic, church, marriage, 
a lot of divorce is because there was no preparation. They said they knew themselves two years before, but the two years was spent having sex and aborting babies. I mean, you yourself, are you able to live with yourself? Yourself. How much more to live with a stranger? I don't understand the English I'm, 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 I'm using. When you prepare, you prefer. There's a lot of worship failure in the church. There's worship failure, preaching failure, choir failure. The choir we have in this service, they're not the ones who came here. A lot have come after. And the Bible says that they that seek me early shall find me. So those who don't come to church early, you see, when you prepare for something, you are there even before the thing starts. Oh, I'm telling you, those of us who prepared properly for exams, we, we, we were at the door with our pencil and our eraser and our mask set. We were waiting. Those who are not prepared, they were still in the toilet reading. Well, yes, the invigilator will say, start work. Then they are now coming with their, with their handkerchief because he has not prepared and he has got a pork. So he must use the textbook to find the answer before he comes. So as he's there, he's confused. Many of you are confused in the service we have. You don't know what is going on. Many of you don't know what is going on. And I don't blame you. It's your pastor who brought you here. What have you done wrong? What have you done wrong? I mean, think about it. How many hundreds of new converts have passed through us? Even little you and resent you. How many hundreds? If you were to even retain a quarter of them, this church would be brimming over. But they are confused. In fact, sometimes they are more confused after the new believer school than they were before they came. I'm saying that anything you do in the church is a waste of time. Just know that you are wasting your time. Me long ago, I knew that this is not where I make Christians. This is not where I make Christians. We had a, we had a prayer meeting today. Bishop Asad had a prayer meeting Tuesday. Had a prayer meeting Friday. If you have not been to those prayer meetings online, it's not here that you are coming to pray. <laughs> Respect the outside principle. Outside. Outside. Yes. You are going to marry? The Bible says that he that findeth a wife. Yes. So a wife is not something that a wedding makes. Wedding doesn't make a wife. Engagement doesn't make a wife. A wife is made even before engagement, she's a wife. So when we find her, she's a wife material. Is that? I'll, I'll say it again. Preparation prevents failure in any and it's a very 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 and the words are used well it's like in any mission any mission marital mission spirit the mission to heaven you must prepare here oh, it's all in the book yes how to prepare before you go to heaven yes there are past questions you must answer Seven things you must prepare for. 
This is also also in chapter 1. He said, you must prepare for war. There will be wars. There will be battles. Prepare for them. There will be spiritual battles. Prepare. Proverbs 21.31 says, the horse is prepared against the day of battle. But safety is of the, of the Lord. Proverbs 21.31 2 Chronicles 17.18 Prepare for war in the marriage. Prepare for war in the basenta. Prepare for war in the church. Prepare for war in the choir. Nothing is easy. Pre- are you prepared? 2 Chronicles 17, 18, 19. And next him was Jehoshaphat. And with him, an hundred and four score thousand ready, prepared for the war. You don't just get up and fight a war. You prepare for a war. Not based on lies. Yesterday, the Russian president arrested the top like intelligence officer, like those who give him information. He was collected from his house. We don't know what has happened to him now. He said no. He said, They didn't prepare him well for the war because they told him that Ukraine was full of new Nazis and they'll just roll over. They thought they were going to take it after two days. Today is the 17th day. They are still fighting. He has has arrested him. He may not live. There's war. There's war in the Christian life. You have to fight. 1 Timothy 6, 12 calls it the good fight. But you have to fight. Fight girls who want to sleep with you. Fight boys who want to sleep with you. You have to fight. Prepare the war of betting. Some of you will never have money till you die. Because you are already at this stage. When you get a smartphone, you go to betting. Prepare. Prepare to be ready for church. And some emergency has come. Will you do that? I mean, it's like, it's a war. It's a fight. The Christian life is a fight. You have to fight to pray. You have to fight Facebook. Fight social media. So you can read your Bible. Oh, one of the best pictures I, I saw today was, can I have my phone? Really, really loved it. I actually saved the picture. Let, let me see. If I can send it. You are sitting there. You are on TikTok. Meanwhile, you can't even write English. You've got a smartphone. Instead of using the smartphone to, to be on, 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 on Dagwood Mills page, McCannell page, watching videos of preaching and prayer. You, you, you are on Instagram looking at women shaking their buttocks. Get a book to read. You must fight. Have you got the picture? Yes. You see, I, I, I found this picture very fascinating. It's like a rain of phones. And the umbrella the guy is using is a book. I saw it there this morning. It is a book that is protecting him 
from the rain. And it's really a rain. If you are sitting here and there's no book you are reading now, then you won't do well in life. You will not do well in life. No laying of hands on your head will prevent you. Is that a book you are reading? That's the book you are reading, so it's over. You're only describing toilets and structural uh, 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 meats or just some area boy. You, you, you may easily, within two, three years, be smoking Indian hemp because you've joined some friends who do armed robbery so you can get something. To There's no way you can get something to eat in this life without stealing. There's no book you are reading. And, and, and when he says there's no book, it includes the Bible. Because the leader doesn't care about him. He, he or she only cares about the person of this guy so she can record numbers. When the Bible says the, their blood will I require at your hand, you think it's only unbelievers whose blood God will require no, because a lot of the people here are making it to hell anyway. Prepare for all. Number two. <laughs> Mommy, look at it. Read it. Number two. You must prepare for hard times. Yes. Prepare for hard times. But you're not prepared. Hard times in the church. Hard times in the marriage. Hard times with your children. Oh yes. Hard times in your work. And because you're not prepared, you quit. You quit. Many have quit battles they should have been fighting on. So I sent somebody a text with me. I said, I am, I, I am not ready to give up. May God give me energy. Prepare for not war, hard times. Say, your marriage to this girl will not always be smooching. I'm sure you know already. Yes. It says there will be difficulties. There will be challenges. There will be pain. Prepare for these things. Hard times will surely come. Life is in seasons. You must be like the ants that prepares for hard times. No life, academic, ministry, marriage, business, whatever. There's no life that is one season. Never. Even my relationship with you, remember you and I, we've gone through seasons. Yes. Always. And we must believe God that no matter how rocky the season, we will stay. We will stay. If you don't have scriptures, the spirit, this girl, it's a very important place that they don't know you. Oh, you sang. You sang today, so they saw you. This lady, it's a very important part of the work I'm doing. Yes, very, very important part. She's not one of these type of sound classes, but she will tell you. She's the last person I should, I should have around me. Oh, you don't seem to know. You remember? Yes. She's the last time, last person 
if I want to have somebody one kilometers from me, I should have 50,000 people before I have it. But I was prepared for those times. So today, we have the best. Give me a hug, please. If I wasn't prepared for that time, I'd have thrown it away. Many of you have thrown things away. That should be a part of your life because you were not prepared. That's why we must go. Your marriage, hey, yo, there is no life that is that has one season. The four seasons. You want to, li- to listen to that piece by Vivaldi? Four seasons. The world has four seasons. Four seasons. And many are bummed off after the second season. Prepare for hard times in the church. We, we've just been through hard times. But we are on social media. Anybody, anybody who, who, who can fight is insulting bishop, insulting the church, and so on. But some in the, in the hard times we're in, some couldn't say. They, they, they went out because they, they are not prepared for the times that was coming. There will always be a time you must fight to stay by me. I must fight to stay with you. It's a fight. You must prepare to build the church. Many of you here may never end up as a worker in the church. And it is because of the type of leader you fell under. When the Bible says many are called, it means it is more likely you are called than you are not called. Do you think he's a bad person? Do you think he's a bad person? He's not a bad person. The person who brought him here just went and collected him because he must present numbers. But if this person, Monday, scriptures, Tuesday, prayer, Wednesday, worship, whatever. By the time he's here, this environment has been rehearsed already during the week. Say rehearsed. Rehearsed. And I will show you. There are times nobody prepares you. You got to prepare yourself. I want for someone to prepare you. You're waiting for me. To help you to live in this marriage, then you will leave this marriage yesterday. <laughs> you, you, you are depending on me to keep you in the ministry, then you don't understand. <laughs> Do you think I'm standing here because somebody prepared me to be in the ministry? You are, you are not serious. You are not serious. You're not serious. Everybody, there's a time your mother holds your hand and takes you to kindergarten. When you are crying, you put biscuits in your mouth to be quiet. Because if it's not working, they will beat you. That they will take you there, they let you stand at the corner. But there's, there's a day around class five, class six, you must get up and go yourself. 
I said, you must get up and go yourself. Then continue. Form one, form two. Invest. Can you imagine? It? You are investing third year student. You are waiting. I was in Kumasi. A final year student. Our pastor, Sister Joy, had to call him from Takradi before he came to school. I said, this boy is, will not make it. And it's true. When I asked, his CWA was 50 something. He's about to fail. University, your pastor must call you. Hey, Please, you understand what I'm saying? We must prepare to build the church. We prepare by preparing the stones. And where do we prepare your stones? Do you even have stones? Sorry, do you have stones? You do have stones. Okay. You must prepare to seek God. You don't just seek God. So there will be opportunities to wait on God. There will be prayer meetings. There will be retreats. There will be church services. Make yourself ready to meet with the Lord. And Bible says in 2 Chronicles 19 verse 3. 2 Chronicles 19 verse 3. And has prepared thine heart. Nevertheless, there are good things found in thee, in that thou hast taken away the grooves out of the land, that is, the things they used to worship idols, and hast prepared thine heart to seek the Lord. Yes. Once again, that preparation is outside. Your members must be prepared outside to seek the Lord. I want to one of them is you must prepare the way for the man of God. Yeah. Everyone. Next week, I'm in the north for healing Jesus. I prepare the way for the man of God to minister in many ways. Even as we are having this service now, there are some who are already in Cheponi, in Savelugu, in Bumpurugu. They are there preparing. To, to anything that is nice like this service would have been very very nice if the Basenta leaders had prepared the members not just bust them the, it, it, look it is there it says prepare the way for the man of God of course bringing your sheep here is preparation and I couldn't have been preaching if you were just six members I would have preached but you know Imagine six. One, two, three, four, five, six. This, this is the church service I'm having this evening. All of you are outside. It should be a different type of fellowship meeting. So by bringing these people, normal and abnormal, it is important. At least there is something to see to preach to. But there's, this is just one tenth of your work as a pastor over the sheep and the flock of God. Matthew chapter 3 verse 3. Matthew 3 3. For this new King James. For this is he who was spoken of by the prophet Isaiah saying, the voice of one crying in the wilderness. Prepare the way of the Lord. Make straight his paths. As I'm preaching right now, some are sleeping. Some are going to the toilet. In fact, in fact, I should even be grateful. Actually, come to think of it. I'm sorry for the comments I've made. 
I'm sorry for the point I've made. Because even you have entered the church. Yes. Some of the people who come on buses don't enter the church. They go to the bathroom, the washroom to take selfies. When they finish, they go through this door and sit and mill around. After one and a half hours, they come and join the bus. So clap your hand that you even came here. And it's all the Basenta leader. When the sheep of God are gathering, anyone who prefers to sit outside, oh, so many things. Pre- preparation of the gospel to prepare is to rehearse ahead of time. To rehearse. He said, you prepare to, re- to prepare is to rehearse your fighting skills. Before David killed Goliath, he had rehearsed his fighting skills. To prepare is to rehearse your shepherding skills. To prepare is to rehearse your preaching skills. <laughs> yes? Oh, where is that girl? Who is now a fellowship leader? Where is she? Yes. She's a member of a basenta, not so. But she's already bringing two people. So, the two people, she will share the word of God with them. Share a little scripture with them. Then later, later, she will form her own basenta and be preaching every week. She's rehearsing. One day, you'll be amazed that she, she, she packs cathedrals five times a Sunday, every Sunday. Hallelujah. And you wonder, where did she come from? Preparation takes a long time. To, 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 to prepare is to rehearse living among wolves. Yes. Rehearse. To prepare is to rehearse surviving rejection and overcoming failure. Clap your hands for this book. To prepare is to foresee problems. And on. One day, I'm going to find time, God willing. If I'm still alive, some six weeks, seven weeks, ten weeks to prepare is to be finished with scripture. Then one of the chapters says, prepare by laying foundations. Uh This one, I loved it. To prepare is to train for a specific task. You are being trained in the art of preaching and teaching. You are being trained to know what to preach. You are being trained to go somewhere. You are being trained to be able to live anywhere. The foundations, foundation you prepare for the gospel by laying foundations. The foundation of repentance. The foundation of being a man of faith. A foundation of baptisms. Foundation of having hands laid on you. The foundation of being conscious of the eternal judgment. Preparation of the gospel. Preparation of the gospel. And I want to say to Sontes, Basenta leaders, 
pastors, bishops, Bishop Kobe and I. Let's not destroy the church by coming here to prepare here. You get up with a microphone. Bounce my Yesu, bounce, bounce my Yesu. Mami see. I had a walk and say, Oh, Mama, see. If this re- if the key is really C, he should have known before. And yet a stage is so no because oh my see. Mami see. So temporarily, by saying Mami see, you have distracted somebody. Because he's going to think, what is C? What is C? So for so your song is five minutes. 45 seconds of the five minutes, he is wondering what is C. Just by the comment you made, mommy, see. I shouldn't say such things. There are people who sink on the stage and forget the adverses. I shouldn't say it. Choristers who don't know the words. Because that's not preparation. Let's go back to Proverbs 24, 27. Proverbs 24, 27. Prepare your outside work. Make it fit for yourself in the field. Fit it, fit it. Make it fit. Sharpen it to be fit in the field. And afterward, build your house with ease. Can you imagine the anointing that would have been flowing through the service? If Basentes had prepared for this evening's meeting with one hour prayer in the field. In fact, that it would be so much nicer that, that like the, the, the Basentes that come from far are those ones which will be full of power. Because by the time they get here, the bus, the, the type of prayer, worship, presence, prophesying versus sharing whole. Alright. So, what have you learned today? Stand up. What have you learned today in the church? Oh, anything. No, don't give me the points. Anything you learned. Anything. That's anything. Don't say, oh, in that chapter you said point number four. No, 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 no. Even me, I can't remember the point. But anything you learned. I learned about, you said, if you are coming. Yes? If you are coming to the church. Yes. Will to not. Yes. Stay outside. Yes, yes. And go to the toilet to take a pictures. And if you finish, you'll go outside to go and roam and... Is it good to do that? No. What is, what is the right thing to do? It will come inside to come and hear Bibles, preachings, and praise. To, to come here and hear Bibles, preachings, and prayers. Clap your hands for him.
Are you going to prepare yourself outside before you come and build the house of God? Stand to your feet. Can you close your eyes and lift your hands and pray? Lift your hands and pray and ask the Lord to touch your life. Today, many of you, Barcelona leaders, have received a great seed, an investment. And it's because of the work you are doing. If a human being who is evil can reward people who are serving God ah. how much more how your much heavenly more. father how much more. Oh, yes. freely give the Holy Spirit Hallelujah. to those who ask lift your hands and thank, thank you. him for preparation of the gospel preparation of the gospel preparation of the gospel preparation of the gospel prepare your work without and afterward Father, we thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. As every head is bowed and every eye is closed, at this time, I feel I want to pray with anyone who wants to give his life to Jesus Christ. You want to surrender to Jesus. You want to make him your Lord and Master. You want to have a relationship, personal direct relationship with Jesus. Right now, I want to pray for you if you want to take that step. If you are here like that, lift your hand. I'm going to pray for you. You want to receive Jesus. Every eye closed. Lift your hand. I'm going to pray for you. Lift your hand high above your head. Want to receive Jesus. Want him to be the master of your life. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for raising your hand. And if your hand is lifted, I want you to come to me in front. I want to pray that prayer with you here. Come. Clap your hands for them. Come here. Here. Clap your hands for him. You want to give your life to Jesus. Come. Clap your hands for our brother. You want to give your life to Jesus. You want to give your life to Jesus. Let's close our eyes. Can you lift your two hands? And say this prayer after me, all of you here. Say, Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father. I thank you for today. I receive you into my life. I receive you into my life as my Lord and personal savior. As my Lord and personal savior. I am a sinner. I am a sinner. Please wash me. Please wash me. Please cleanse me. Please cleanse me. Please make my life whole again. Please make my life whole. I again. thank you, Lord. I thank you Lord, for your great salvation. For your great salvation in Jesus name. In Jesus. Name. From today. From today. I have cut off worldly friends. I have cut off worldly friends. A sinful life. Sinful life. I'm going to live for you. I'm going to live and serve you. you. 
in Jesus name. In Jesus name. Amen. Amen. God bless you. Is this your pastor the yellow dress? The pastor, the woman who is waving her hand. Yes. I want you to please go to her. She's going to talk to you. They'll pray with you and even pray the same prayer again and explain things better to you. Clap your hands for them. Clap your hands for them. Oh, keep clapping your hands. Take out your communion. Take out your communion. If you have your communion, lift it up and let's pray. Everyone, everywhere, lift your communion. Jesus said we should eat this and remember his death. He died. Things must die in our lives. And as you eat this, whatever must die in you must die. Father, I pray that as we eat this, we shall experience the death you experience in your body. The crucified Christ. The body of Christ. Say the body of Christ. The body of Christ. Oh, say the body of Christ. The body of Christ. Oh, can you say the body of Christ? The body of Christ. The body of Christ. The body of Christ. For my healing. For my healing. For my blessing. For my blessing. For every great thing. For every great thing. The body of Christ. The body of Christ. Let's eat. Lift your cup. The blood of Jesus. Say it washes my sins. It cleanses my sins. I'm a new believer. Because I've been washed. The blood of Christ. Let's drink. Father. Lift your hands. Receive the blessing of inclusion. May you always be a part of the body that is moving. Amen. The body of Christ. Yes. The blessing of inclusion. Oh, yes. May anything intending to take you out of this life Jesus. be destroyed in Amen. Jesus' name. May you remain. Yes. May you grow. Amen. May you be strong. Amen. May you affect others. Yes. May you prepare others. Amen. May you sharpen others. Amen. May this communion you've taken oh, yes. build you into a leader in God's house like Jesus may you also lead many to righteousness in Jesus name Amen Amen God bless you you may please be seated We trust that you have been mightily blessed and affected by the word of God preached by Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo. Do join one of our lovely services from the Mackinac Cathedral near Valley View University, OUB, Accra, this and every weekend at 7.30pm on Saturdays, as well as 7.30am and 12 noon on Sundays. Connect with Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo on Facebook Live, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, and on your favorite podcast app. Thank you for joining us. God bless you.